You're listening to Guides for Brides, the wedding podcast. I'm Nikita from Team GFB, and if you're planning your wedding or helping someone who is, you're in the right place, because I'll be discussing trends, practical planning tips, and more with the help of some special guests along the way. So let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to Guides for Brides, the wedding podcast. In this episode, we are talking about something very exciting, bridal wear, fittings, and appointments. Today, I'm joined by the lovely Rebecca from TDR Bridal in Birmingham. Do you want to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners? Yes, so uh, my name is Rebecca, or Beck, (laughs) I will always go as. Um, I'm the owner of TDR Bridal Birmingham, and I have been trading for 16 long years. Wow, amazing. Yes, so um, lots of experience. lots of lessons along the way and lots to share actually lots to you know give out to help other brides amazing and what is your favorite thing about running a bridal boutique oh gosh there are so many different aspects to running a bridal shop but i suppose for me personally there are two key things first and foremost is that no one day is the same every day is different and there are so many things that you you need to um, know and learn to be the owner of a bridal shop so i enjoy that challenge every day Um, and secondly obviously the brides yeah (laughs) Uh, even now after all these years um you know i don't often get chance to actually serve a bride Mm. anymore um, but I'm always walking the floor and looking and, and watching what my girls are doing and um, when I see a bride get that say yes to the dress moment it's just oh it's just magical. It's mag- it's magical. and I've had my say yes to the dress moment at TDR Bridals you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there yeah, that I know day. gutted but yeah. it was brilliant it was a great experience was it oh, good. Yeah. good perfect so I think what we'll do is we'll jump in straight to the deep end okay because when we were discussing what we we're going to talk about in our podcast yeah. we, we said like one of the biggest things for you is brides coming in and having a bit of a wobble after they've picked their dress oh yeah so this I would say this happens to I'm going to be cautious and say at least 50%. Mm-hmm. At least 50% of all the brides who buy their wedding dress, whether that be from us or whether that be from any shop because we do have brides ring us and say, "Oh, I've had this wobble and we you know, and I'm, where did you buy your dress from?" and and we talk them through it. So, it happens more than um, anybody in the bridal industry would like to actually Mm. admit. Um, But it's a really, really um, common and normal reaction Mm. actually. And I think um, that stems mainly from the pressure that brides are under now um, with being Instagram worthy Mm -hmm. and um, is is the style right? Is it gonna work with this? Is it gonna work with that? The worst thing that they that that brides always have a tendency to do is go home and look at the photos on their phone, mm-hmm. which they haven't got their makeup on, they haven't got their hair done, the, the dress isn't fitted to them, it's not done by a professional photographer, you know, Auntie Flo did it and she's <laughs> wobbling around and it, it's just, you know, all of those things um, combined can make a bride feel really, really insecure because she thinks that's the finished product. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's not. Um, generally, uh, to brides, we, we kind of say, that's okay, don't worry, don't panic, 
come back in because um, a wedding dress is like no other purchase that you, you will ever make, even when you're having children and you're buying your first Moses basket. It's not the same. Mm. It's a, it's a one-off, uh, once-in-a-lifetime moment, and it happens really quickly. And to try and um, get a bride to remember that feeling mm. um, is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. because all of the other you know um, doubts that they have that come creeping in as soon as you get a bride back in her dress she suddenly goes oh I remember this now. I remember this feeling yeah, I yeah. know I, I remember why I said yes to this dress why I chose this particular dress and and I mean it's not exactly a, a cheap purchase is it it's actually it's for not. me it's probably the most expensive outfit I'm gonna ever buy ever ever <laughs> and you know the, like I say there's a, so much pressure around is it the right dress is it the right style will he love it yeah um what will what will my parents think what will my, what will my friends what will you know my everybody there think um do I am I gonna look my best in this dress there's so many things that um, and emotions and thoughts that go through a bride's mm. head after she's walked away from saying yes to the dress because first of all she's on a high you know mm. she's like I've done it I've said yes and I love it I love it I love it then the dust settles they, the dust <laughs> and they go away and then they start to look at the pictures that Auntie Flo did and yeah. go oh 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 my bum doesn't quite look right in that and oh that that seam there is not and they, and they start to kind of hone in on details that actually don't really matter at that point because they're not the finished product. Um, so for us, it's just about reassuring them and saying, come on, come back in. Mm -hmm. Let's go through it again. And, and as soon as they put it back on, like I said, they 99% of the time go, oh, that's it. Yeah. I did make the right decision. And you've, you've dealt with I want to say probably thousands of brides because your your boutique thousands. is not exactly small, is no. it? I mean, how many no. appointments can you have at once? Um, we can have twenty four appoint. No, we can have six appointments at once, twenty four in a day wow. on a normal Saturday. So yeah. you know, if even eighty percent of those fifty percent of them say yes yeah. to the dress, you're dealing with quite a few yeah, brides we, in one over, day. Yeah, I'm going to say almost fifteen hundred brides a year. Wow! So yeah. you have to deal with so many potential wobbles. Yeah. How many would you say have actually, when they put their dress on at the fitting, decided that's not the one? Um, a very, very small percentage, and I do mean I, I could probably in sixteen years I could count ten mm. that have just said I, I just can't wear it. I just can't wear it. Um, and I mean know. ten in comparison to the fifteen, fifteen hundred yeah. brides a, a year. Yeah, it, <laughs> you know, it, across sixteen years, I'm not very good at quick maths. I'm sure Hannah it, will put the number at the bottom. But yeah, it's. Um, I think, like I say, once they get back in that dress, they under they the penny drops again, and they they get that feeling again, and they know that they know they've made the right decision. For the small percentage of brides that we do have, that and there are lots of different reasons actually for why they don't. Mm. Um, that they, you know, they if they say to me, Rebecca, I, I just can't. It's not right. I can't wear it. There are things like we've had brides who have, have were going through IVF at the mm -hmm. time when they purchased, and that hasn't worked out. Mm -hmm. We've had completely the opposite, where brides have 
chosen a dress that um, was looked amazing on them at the time, but now they're seven months pregnant, or they're going to be seven months pregnant mm. by the time they get married. Those kind of things. Those are usually the reasons why. Not or, really. I don't like this dress anymore. No, kind of thing. No, it's it's more about circumstances surrounding mm. the wedding. They may have changed their venue completely. They may be going abroad now, mm. and they were having a traditional church wedding mm. or something like that. So. Yeah, it's usually it is um, something surrounding their their wedding rather than the dress, you know, themselves. And I guess that's why it's so important to make sure that you've actually booked your venue before you go for your dress appointment. First thing before you do any other wedding planning is book your venue because it can... Um, to a certain extent, not completely, but it can kind of dictate the, the vibe and the style that you're going for. Um, so, yeah, venue first every time. Um, you know, I mean, we do get brides that buy with with no venue, and that's absolutely fine, and it works for them. But f- my advice would be venue first. Yeah, I think I, I can't remember who said it, but someone said to me. Go, going wedding dress shopping before you've booked your venue is like packing for a holiday before you know where you're where going. You're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly that. It yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's really, really important that you get the venue first. Um, yeah. 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 I, I did. When I... <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Yeah. Man yeah. first, obviously. <laughs> Fiance first, then the venue. Ring, Absolutely. Then the venue. Absolutely. Well, yeah. saying that, some people like to go shopping before they've even got the ring, <laughs> which do. is just mental to me. But you know what? You do you, girl. That's absolutely exactly. fine. <laughs> so... If you do have a dress wobble when you go for your fitting and it's really not the one, yeah. what are your options? Oh, well, this varies obviously from shop to shop. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, I will never see a bride walk down the aisle in a dress that she doesn't absolutely love. Um, and that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, something that, that I feel quite strongly about. Um, and I'm in a very fortunate position um, to be able to help brides financially because the business is so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, it's not particularly an issue to um, replace the dress. Mm-hmm. It's not something we like doing because we can't send it back to the designer mm-hmm. that, you know, um, we have about 10 days after the dress arrives with us, check it over, make sure everything's all right, and then our cut off, you know, they're, they're quite strict on um, what we can and can't do. And we can only return a dress to them if it's faulty we certainly can't say bride doesn't like the dress anymore mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. they'd just go well well your dress, tough. <laughs> yeah you know? um so we're in a very fortunate position to be able to do that and we do as much as we possibly can um you know help any bride that's that's struggling um other alternatives are you could try and sell the dress yourself um and, and obviously buy another dress which is not what brides want to hear but that's Mm. you know that that's business ultimately um you can always speak to the seamstress and maybe get the dress um sort of customized to mm-hmm. something that you were maybe thinking of it i don't know if you if you bought a sleeveless strapless and you then decide you want straps and you want sleeves mm-hmm. you know we've got seamstresses on site that will um customize a dress okay. for you um, so that might be a really good solution to look at first before you make any of those yeah, drastic Yeah, before, you, before you make the drastic decisions, certainly speak to the seamstress. I mean, um, 
seamstresses are worth their weight in gold to us. Um, we've got seven seamstresses at the moment, so we've got one for every day of the week, um, mm -hmm. and they are flat out. Even now, they're busy. They're like, when will this season end? <laughs> okay, it's coming, girls, it's coming. Um, but yeah, so the, the first thing I would recommend, definitely speak to the seamstress. Mm -hmm. um, after that, you need to have a conversation with, um, you know, obviously your, your family, your fiance, um, if you're really feeling that you need to change your dress um, and see maybe where you can budget on other things. Um, uh, to try and buy yourself a new dress and see how much you'll get for, you know, have a look on all of the um, sort of selling platforms to see where maybe you could sell your dress and how much approximately you might get for mm -hmm. it. Um, there are um, now a lot of pre-loved yeah. shops that you can sell on to um, that should pay quite a premium price for a dress that's brand new, never been yeah. worn. Um, so there are options out there. I would just say, um, before you make any of those decisions, don't make it without going back into the shop and retrying the dress on. Mm -hmm. Because those pictures that Auntie Flo took are not, they're not the finished articles. So no. you, you have to absolutely satisfy yourself that you're making the right decision for you before you go down that road. Yeah. Because um, it can be an expensive mistake to make. Absolutely. You and know. that's the thing. I mean, I would say that my dress was probably on the cheaper end of bridal wear. Okay. But I know there are brides out there that will spend four, five thousand pounds plus on yeah, a wedding dress. Yeah, I mean, dress. We, we don't sell dresses <laughs> that are that expensive. Um, but yeah, there are brides out there that do spend that sort of money. But I, I would hope that when you're spending, you know, sort of over four thousand pounds plus, that you're buying something that's very couture mm -hmm. and very bespoke and. Um, that you've absolutely made the, yeah, the, right, the right decision. decision. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. totally agree. And you know, ultimately, it's not about what you spend on your wedding dress that's the important thing. It's just about how it makes you feel. Um, and whilst our, our stylists kind of, um, when they're serving a bride, they'll kind of say, you know, do, do you have a budget that we need to be respectful of? Mm -hmm. um, and they will not pull if mm -hmm. a bride says, you know, £1,500 is my limit. Please don't show me anything over that. If something's £1,560, they'll mm -hmm. pull it, you know. Um, but it's not about how much you've spent. It's about how it makes you, how it feel. Makes you yeah. feel. Um and that can be a five hundred pounds dress. It doesn't have to be a five thousand no. pound dress, you know. There's there's something out there for everyone, which again I think is really important it's important to well, me anyway yeah that's the know. thing when i went for my appointment i so uh, i was served by della and della okay. said to me that like, what what is the budget we said the budget and we found dresses in a variety of different ranges and mm. it ended up trying on one of the ones that was on the lower range and it was it was the dress, the dress exactly. and it's it, it i could really vouch for that it doesn't matter about the price it is more it's, as long as it's within your budget and you're happy with what you're spending that's all that counts exactly it's how it how it makes you feel mm, totally um i often say to brides you know it is like it is like the man it's the same thing when you know you know mm -hmm. you just know and like I do have brides that go, oh, I've been to 17 shops and I've tried on 55 dresses and I still, and I just think, stop. Yeah. Stop. Probably everything <laughs> then becomes like a white it's a haze. Blur. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a blur of dresses. <sighs> but that, that, 
fundamentally for me is is down to the stylist that's their job to say no no we've tried that style do you, do you remember you didn't like this about that style mm -hmm. um but you did like this and this one's got you know so the, the stylist has a really important job to do to make the bride um feel safe and know that she's making the right decisions mm. as she's going along and because it is a process of elimination fundamentally because they're all beautiful mm. let's face it I mean gosh I do all the buying <laughs> how do you control yourself I, <laughs> well don't ask my husband <laughs> it's a little bit like shoes and he's like do you need this one Rebecca and I'm like of course I need it <laughs> yes I can see it's, it in the yes, window it's to be there um so yeah I mean they're all beautiful, but they're all beautiful on different people mm. for different reasons. Um, and it's just about being guided and um, reminded along the way of why you're choosing the dress that you're choosing and what, what, what particular thing about that particular dress is right for you. And the other one that your friend's pulled and going, but you've got to try this on isn't right for you mm. because it might be right for them and they might think it's beautiful and it is a beautiful dress but it's not what you're looking for yeah and it's not a, it's not um that the stylist will have picked up on all the things that you've said about i really like this lace or mm. um i really like these buttons i really don't like these sleeves and she, mm. her job is to pick up on all those things so fundamentally if you've been to 17 shops and tried on 55 dresses you've not had a stylist that really knows what she's doing mm -hmm. and and you know that's really important because yeah. you can get lost yeah well you know, that's the thing there's a lot like... of frogs out there <laughs> yeah. aren't there <laughs> you know <laughs> thing. yeah i mean i i totally agree and it's the thing is when i walked into my appointment you know, I've seen so many dresses you working in the specialty. industry. Yeah. yeah, I've seen so, so many dresses. So I kind of knew what I wanted, mm. but I was open to trying a few things because, you know, having seen so many styles, it's so difficult to pinpoint which one you think you would look good in. Yeah. So I think my advice would be when you do go to your dress appointment that you actually you think about the styles that you like and then you express what you like and what you don't like rather than this is my dress or this is my dress yeah because we have that you know that's um something that we have quite often is brides that hunt down a dress mm -hmm. that are, they've seen it somewhere and uh they've been on the designer's website and they've rung every single stockist in the uk to get this exact dress in this exact color and they they email you and you say yes we've got that dress and they go oh my gosh that's amazing i can't wait and they come in and they put it on and they go Oh, it's not what I thought it would be. Well, that's that's exactly it because I phoned your um, team because I saw a dress that I liked. And went, oh, that's one in particular I would like to try on. Yeah. Tried it on and I was like, no, no. this is not it. And isn't it? So, just, yeah. It's almost like you're starting from scratch. Yeah. But again, everything that you had, you got everything lined up, and my bridesmaids will go with it, and this will go, and that. And when you see it in the mirror and it doesn't work, you, you're like, oh. And I see that so often mm. with brides. Um, that's probably the most common thing that we see, actually. Really? Yeah. 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 Brides that have hunted down a dress, put it on and gone, oh, God, yeah. no. It's not the no, one. this is not the one. Take it off. Let's start again. And that's then where the stylist comes in and, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um,
And now for a quick word from our sponsors for this week at the National Wedding Show. Planning a wedding is a special occasion, but we know it can also be a busy time. So to make your life easier, book your tickets to the National Wedding Show at NEC Birmingham from the 3rd to the 5th of March 2023 and meet a lineup of brilliant wedding suppliers. From the wedding dress of your dreams to inspirational stationery and first-class entertainment, a day at the show will leave you brimming with ideas on how to plan your big day as you've always imagined it. Industry's leading wedding professionals will also reveal top tips and industry secrets you need to know to make your dream wedding day a reality on the Wed Talk stage. From logistics on the big day to budgeting to wedding etiquette and decor, they'll help you bring all your wedding ideas to life. The Catwalk brings the latest looks for brides, bridesmaids, grooms and guests to life in a fabulous live show. To make your day even better, book a VIP ticket, including a complimentary glass of bubbly from the VIP lounge, a goodie bag full of beauty products and exclusive access to the catwalk seats. Use the code GFB23 to book standard tickets for just £16.50 and VIP tickets for just £33.50. That's GFB23 at checkout. You can find the link in the show notes. And now back to the episode. So the next thing I want to talk about yes. is the difference between an appointment and a fitting. Because I think some term, sometimes terminology gets a little bit mixed up. Yeah. And I think it's important for people who are, you know, might have just got engaged or are in the process of looking for their dress to know what the difference, difference is. is yeah. yeah. Okay. So obviously an appointment uh, or a bridal appointment is your uh, appointment to come and try wedding dresses on, <clears throat> excuse me, and to find your style. Mm-hmm. Um, so our appointments are for about two hours mm-hmm. usually, um, just under two hours. That is your chance to uh, bring your guests and enjoy wedding dress shopping. Mm-hmm. That's a bridal appointment. A fitting or a bridal fitting is a completely different thing. Um, and we get a lot of emails from brides saying, can I book a fitting? And, and we have to go, do you mean a fitting or do you mean an appointment? <laughs> so a fitting for us means a fitting with the seamstress. Right. So this is after you've bought your dress, um, when your dress arrives, um, you come in mm-hmm. for a try-on appointment. Right. Okay. You, you yeah. need, to, you need yeah. to learn this, don't you? Yeah. So you've, you've got your bridal appointment, you've got your try-on appointment when your dress comes in, then about six weeks before your wedding day, mm-hmm. you have your fittings. Right. So your fittings are your appointment with the seamstress. Okay. So your first fitting is where you will put your dress on and the seamstress will pin, mm-hmm. put her pins in, um, to decide with you where the dress needs to fit you properly, um, where the length needs to be, um, where your if you want to add your sleeves, it's all, all at that fitting with the seamstress. Then you will have a second fitting with the seamstress. Usually this is your final fit, your mm-hmm. final fitting. Some brides have five mm-hmm. fittings because they're having so much customised work done um, and it's not unusual to have three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference between the two is an appointment is your appointment to, to find your dress and a fitting is a fitting with a seamstress. Completely different things. Okay, so how many, I mean, you're saying it's not too uncommon for mm-hmm. brides to maybe have three or four mm-hmm. fittings. Um, 
on average, what would you say? I'd say on average three. Three? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, you know, the ideal situation for us would be that every bride comes in the, to have her first try on and the dress fits, the length's perfect and we don't need to do anything. <laughs> that would be the ideal for I us. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's never but... going to happen because we're all different shapes and sizes and we're all different heights. Um, so, yeah, you, you would normally have a first fitting with the seamstress. Sometimes you then can go straight into a final fit. Mm -hmm. um, but nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, there's always another fitting. Mm -hmm. um, so you do need to, when you're um, kind of planning your schedule for the, the, the last couple of months before you get married, try and keep a bit of free time back. Mm -hmm for that I mean um, you're lucky because you're a TDR bride and we oh, do wow. <laughs> we do our fittings at nine o'clock in the evening oh, literally we, we work seven days a week we'll do them on Sunday mornings from seven in the morning till ten o'clock at night to, to suit the brides yeah um, just so that you don't you know you can try and keep back that holiday mm -hmm. because you want that for your honeymoon yes um, so um, yeah we try and keep it back but but ultimately, it, it is a lot of pressure those mm -hmm. last few weeks. So it's really important to try and give yourself a bit of time and just know that you may have to come back two or three times to get your dress um, fitted to you perfectly. Um, yeah, really I think, important. I think that that's really important to mention because, you know, we always talk about like the urgency of making sure you get your appointment. Yeah. But actually putting time aside in those last couple of months it's really important it's as well. really important because we find um generally that um brides are absolutely fine all the way through and then the fitting start and then the stress kicks in yeah um and that's not just with us and 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 the dress it's everything because every everybody wants a piece of that bride at that time mm -hmm. and you know your menus and you, you have you done this have you done that da, 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 and the, the tick list started mm -hmm to really become um, important, whereas early on in the planning, you know, you can kind of cruise through it a bit and think, oh, this is nice. Well, that's where I am at the moment. Oh, I'm like 11 months away. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so organized. Are, and I just yeah. know that like yeah. uh, three months to the day, it's gonna be like, oh, crap. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> to do. There's a lot to do. And also, I mean, even the last week, you know, before, before the wedding, you've got things that just can't be done until that last mm. week so you've got to kind of pace yourself and keep a little bit of time and think right these things can't be done till that last week mm. so I can't be working till the day before I get married because no. it's just too stressful yeah um, and so, it's exhausting note, yeah side note make sure you book enough holiday before and during and slightly after the wedding so that you've got enough time enough but time side note yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know hopefully as well you can use suppliers along the way that do understand mm -hmm. that that you've got a lot of demands on you at that time and that everything that you're doing with them is convenient to you not to them to you you're mm -hmm. the bride you're the customer um, and that's really important when you're when you're finding um, you know all of your suppliers really that they're going to work around you not not you having to work around them because mm. uh, it's tricky enough without <laughs> yeah. having you know um, demands on your time as well so yeah you need to think think very carefully about um, the accessibility yeah um, yeah with everybody that you choose whether it's your stationary people or your venue or you know whatever 
it needs to fit around you and your lifestyle, not theirs. Yeah, really, really good point. I'd like to go back slightly to the fittings. Yeah. Um, I think one question we get quite a lot is obviously mm -hmm. people know what they kind of want to spend on their wedding dress, mm -hmm. but they don't know how much it costs for alteration. alterations. Yeah. So in your experience, I know mm -hmm. it will vary because yeah. obviously if someone needs more or custom work, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Um, but on average, what would you say is a good amount to sort of budget for? Because we can argue that alterations are probably more important than I the actual dress are. Yeah, cost. I, th I think, you know, um, we, we obviously the same as you, Nikita, we hear brides say, oh, you know, the alterations are so expensive, I hadn't budgeted for this. And you think, well, what what is the point in spending £1,000 on a dress, £1,500 on a dress, whatever you're going to spend, and then not have it fitted mm. perfectly so it's yours and it, you know I, for me it's a it's a bit crazy I don't understand why brides would not have the alterations and not, not always see the value mm. in them because that's the most important thing to me if you, yeah it's not your dress until it's fitted it's to you not, is it? it's not and you know wouldn't it be nice that we were all a standard size 10 12 14 whatever um, and we we're all the same height that would save us a lot <laughs> A lot of time um, but it just doesn't work that way so it, it is really really important you know um, that you budget for your alter, your alterations and I would say as an average between 250 and 300 pounds I think mm. is a good um, sum of money to put to one side um, some brides it's 80 quid mm. Other brides, it can be five hundred, mm. depending. You know, if they want lots um, of custom, lots work, of custom and, yeah. work and um, and things built on in, or a backfilled, or a you know, um, or a back taken out, or a slip put in, or there's all sorts of things that we do. Um, but I would say a, a sensible amount would be two hundred and fifty, three hundred pounds. Put that away. Know that that's your budget. Um, and always, you know, our seamstresses are very good at. Um, kind of working that budget with the bride if the bride says kind of says mm, the, well I'll tell you what our seamstresses do they'll say to you right Nikita there's two ways we can alter the, the length on this dress we can either do this or the budget version of that is we do this mm -hmm. nobody will probably know the budget versions happened realistically you will know um, but there are different ways of altering things um, easiest way to explain it is so on a say for instance a lace hem mm -hmm. um, there are two ways to do it you can either you know when a, a hem you can kind of see the the edge of the lace yes. right so we can either just move that up and re-sew it or which is the cheap version or we cut it all out we take it off we alter the length of the dress then we hand sew it all back on. Right, so you can so see the you can clear see difference. The difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can, and, and I think once brides kind of understand um, what the seamstress is doing and what the seamstress can do, perhaps um, more economically for the bride, then she understands the value in it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's really important to mention as well, professional bridal seamstresses oh they are honestly they're hard to find yeah they are i've got one that's been with me right from the start annie um and she keeps saying she's going to retire she's not going to retire i've told her very clearly she's not <laughs> going to retire ever annie ever. no no um, 
but honestly we i mean we've had seamstresses um in the past and we've just looked at their work and gone mm -mm. No, mm. no 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 not for us because there's a there's a such a difference between um even making your own clothes and altering a wedding dress a wedding dress um, when you turn it inside out is not the inside Mm -hmm. It's got another inside out, inside that, um, where all the structure is, all the bone work is. Um, and they're really technical, um, technically made, and, and they're certainly not something I would ever attempt, you know, and I'm quite good mm. at um, sort of pinning and understanding the construction, but I would not attempt personally altering a wedding dress. Um, and then you've, you have to think about things like, you know, if, if a dress has got beadwork on it, all of that beadwork has to be stripped if it's been taken in at the side. It's got to come out. Wow. It's then got to have all be taken apart. Yeah. It's then got to be put back together. The inside of that dress has also got to be um, remade so that you can't tell it's been altered so that when you wear it, it doesn't rub, it doesn't hurt you and it feels comfortable and it fits as closely to mm -hmm. you as it possibly can. And then all of that beadwork has got to be hand sewn back on. <laughs> it's So just to take it, oh, I'm only taking the sides in. We think, yeah, no, we know how long that takes. Yeah. And it's a lot longer than, than um, just taking in, for instance, the top that I'm wearing, the top mm. that you're wearing, you know, that would be a quick whiz up. Um, it's a lot more technical, I think, than um, than people really understand. Um, in fact, something I have thought about doing is is actually a a step by step, um, I don't know, video or some kind of um, guide as to what really goes into it. Yeah, I think that would be really valuable. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the in the private Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, about yeah. doing it in there. Yeah. And showing brides what really happens behind the scenes. Yeah, I think um, that's a really good idea. I mean, for those that don't know, um, at TDR, when you find your dress at TDR, you go yeah. into a private Facebook group. You do. Um, for advice, questions, and your team are great in there. Yeah, yeah, you they're know, really any good. Any questions, yeah, they jump they're they're straight on it. On. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, even on Christmas Day, we yeah. answer questions. Um, do you know why though? I do have a real reason for that, and it's because I know when I was getting married, um, if I wanted to ask a question, the shop that I bought my my dress from back in the day um, was only open ten till four, mm -hmm. four days a week, and it was only by telephone. There was no emails, so for me to get a reply to my question, I'd have to sit on it for days and days and days, and I just think brides now need that reassurance because mm. things have changed so much um, with social media that if they've got a, um, a question that they need to know they need to know it now mm -hmm. they can't sit on it for three or four days so that's why we do that that group and that's why and and you know what's lovely that brides are brides have already got married are supporting brides yeah. that are getting yeah. married and, and you know they all post their own photos in there do, as well yeah, it's lovely, it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. just it's really, really just a nice. really positive group yeah. <laughs> it is yeah I love it. Uh, unlike your usual sort of bride group that I've, yeah. I've found is like either horror stories or wholly negative sometimes yeah so actually it's really nice to be in a positive positive group yeah so yeah. if you manage to find one you know <laughs> yeah, no. please jump in <laughs> tell us yeah yeah uh, i mean some of them are, some of them are really really good but like you said there's a lot of negativity out there mm. um and um yeah we don't 
we don't tend to do that at TDR. No. 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 And actually, one of the things I found really refreshing, and it's you know part of the discussion that we were going to have anyway, mm. is like how other brides help with your confidence as well like yeah. um i think one bride posted in there recently about how she was really worried because she hadn't met her weight loss goal and can i just say you know you don't need to lose weight for mm-hmm. your wedding if you want to that's a different story but yeah if you, but please you don't need to you no. don't need to feel pressured and don't put off your wedding dress no. shopping no because you want to lose the weight that's just yeah you know yeah, and that's the thing, like, other brides were in there going, no, you'll be absolutely fine, I went through it, they're brilliant, yeah. and, you know, it was just really nice to sort of see people empathising, but also yeah. supporting. It's women supporting women, yeah. isn't it, at yeah. the end of the day, and I think that's, you know, I'm a, I'm a real advocate for that, I really believe in that, so... Yeah, that group works really well, I think, for brides that, yeah. you know, you know, and we talked about the dress wobble. Yeah, yeah. The brides go in there and they go, oh, I'm having a wobble and they all go, oh, it's fine. <laughs> this happened to me. Yeah, just go back in, you know, and, and the staff now don't always have to jump on no. a thread because other brides do and other yeah. brides support them, which is really lovely to see. Yeah, yeah, I no. totally agree. I totally agree. But while we're on the topic of fittings versus appointments. Yes. What do I need to bring to both? So when you're going to an appointment, what oh, do you need to bring? So when you're going to an, an appointment, when you come into TDR for an appointment, you don't particularly need to bring anything with you apart from your nearest and dearest. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, It's that simple. Um, we, You know, if you want to wear makeup, wear makeup. If you want to have your tan on, have your tan on. If you want your hair done, have your hair done. We, we don't have, uh, we're not precious about our samples because for us, they're—I um, don't want to call them work tools, but that's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're there to be used and enjoyed and played with, and you know, squeezed into or clipped or pinned or mm. whatever. They're not precious to mm-hmm. us at all. Um, so you don't need to to ask us if you can wear your makeup. Of course, you can wear your makeup. Of course, you can have your tan on. You need to look and feel your best mm-hmm. when you go wedding dress shopping. Um, so no rules. Mm-hmm. I don't like rules um, <laughs> at all, ever. <laughs> um, when you come for your fitting with the seamstress, obviously you get your booklet and you get um, mm-hmm. you get told you know there's a list of things that you'll need. But fundamentally, you need um, your shoes, mm-hmm. the shoes you'll be wearing on the day, uh, because of the height of the heel. If you haven't found them or you haven't, uh, they haven't arrived yet, you know, you bought them online, they haven't arrived, you can wear a shoe that you know is the same height. Mm-hmm. Shoes is really important. We can't adjust a hem without the shoes. The other things to think about are um, maybe you want to wear a strapless bra. Mm-hmm. If you do, bring it with you. If you're not sure which one you want to wear, bring them all. Mm-hmm. Let's you know the seamstress will try different ones with you and see which ones you feel best in. Um, but we can also um, sew in bra cups, so okay. you don't necessarily have to have a bra. We can either sew your bra in for you, or we can sew bus cups in that um, put everything in place. In place that <laughs> needs to be in place. Um, and Keep really, the girls under control. Exactly. <laughs> And do you know what? We're really fussy about the fit. Mm. It, like That for us is, that's our, uh, if you like, our trademark. Mm-hmm. That's what sets us apart because we need to make sure that it's absolutely perfect and it's fitted to you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so 
there's lots of things we can do as well with if you're wearing a bra we, we put um, we call them bra carriers but they're actually like um, you know loops for a belt mm -hmm. they're like those that go inside yeah. the dress so that the bra doesn't rise up Got so you. it never gets that's, never that's see a it. great really idea clever, yeah. <laughs> um, also as well um, brides like to wear shapewear mm -hmm. we've sewn bottoms into petticoats that you wow know, all sorts of things i yeah. didn't even know this was a possibility uh, yes, this is really yes. interesting <laughs> so you know uh, if a girl wants a j-lo bum yeah you know you can buy from primark the the knickers that have the j-lo bum in i did not know this either. oh you can nick it <laughs> yeah, um so we've sewn those we've sewn them into dresses into the linings obviously so mm -hmm. that they can't actually be seen mm -hmm. we've sewn them into petticoats um so that Again, they can't be seen when you take, you know, when you're taking them off at the end of the night. They're not flying out. Um, so yeah, those kind of things. There's also a thing which is, I mean, I find it hilarious, but it's stick-on knickers. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so, stick-on knickers. Stick-on knickers. So you know that. Um, I'm like literally in shock. <laughs> yeah. They are a thing. They are a thing, and they're amazing. Actually, they're really good. Um, but you know how a lot of dresses now have sheer sides? Yes. So brides really struggle with finding underwear that's not going to give them A, a VPL or um, be seen through that sheer side. So somebody in their infinite wisdom has invented stick-on knickers and they are basically <laughs> knickers. <laughs> knickers with no sides that stick on. Okay. They come in small, medium or large. I'll leave that one there. <laughs> And um, yeah, but they're really good. Yeah. They're really good for fittings um, because uh, they are restickable as well. Yeah, I'm not what? sure that you'd wear. <laughs> Try them for your fitting, or maybe don't have any knickers on for your fitting. Whichever the seamstresses won't mind. Um, but yeah, for your wedding day, you can have stick-on knickers so that you don't have anything showing at the sides. <laughs> And no VPL. I can't believe that. That's yeah, that's, yeah. that's brilliant. I'm they, like they I'm like in awe of this idea. <laughs> Whoever's done that, kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, what I will say though is, if you're going for your bridal appointment or mm -hmm. your fitting, please bring knickers with you. Yes. Bring <laughs> please your wear them. Yeah. Please wear them. I mean, our oh. our stylists are, are you know they've seen it all. They're absolutely fine with it. But yeah, it is nice to wear knickers yeah. for the stylist. <laughs> it's, it's a you know. It's just good manners. <laughs> but Please wear your manners. Wear knickers. <laughs> Please wear knickers. Yeah. They have a sign on the door. No, we don't do signs on the door. Oh. No instructions, no rules. Just, just turn up. It's fine. <laughs> Brilliant. So I think it goes without saying, yes. uh, wherever you choose to go and shop for your wedding dress, yes. it's really important to make sure that you, number one, feel comfortable there. Yes, uh, definitely. Because you're going to clearly from our it's discussion, a long relationship yeah yeah it's a really long mm. relationship you're going to be spending you know you're probably going there about five times in yeah, your whole I mean, we don't have a rule on that so you know if we have brides that come in once a fortnight to try the sample on because they're losing weight and they just want to see how they're, how they're mm. getting on with it so um you know it can be it can be 150 times it can be five times you know it it varies but it's a it's uh, sometimes a two-year relationship mm. from a bride first coming in choosing a dress to actually getting married so yeah you've got to like the people yeah and like the shop and feel comfortable and I think what's really important is to feel comfortable enough to say 
I'm not happy with this. Yeah. That's yeah. really important because if you feel that you can't say anything, that puts the bride in a really awkward yeah. and difficult position. Yeah. And that's something then that a bride goes home and mulls over and stresses about and gets worked up about and gets anxiety about. And, and it causes a and dress actually, wobble. And it, and, yeah. And it's, so we need to be really approachable. Yeah. Brides yeah. need to be able to pick up the phone, put it on the group, put it on it, whatever. Say, excuse me, mm. can you just help me with this because I'm struggling, I'm not happy, or this has happened and I'm not sure should it have happened, or you know. Yeah, it's really yeah. important, really Good. important that um, a bride feels comfortable with the people that she's bought a dress from. Yeah, and, I, and that's the thing. I think before you go dress shopping read the reviews of that boutique yeah, definitely make sure you're absolutely happy before you sort of book that appointment because yeah. you know sometimes um dress appointments especially if the boutique has only got one uh, ability to do one appointment at yeah. each time they might have like a, a deposit charge for that just to yeah, make sure and they you know don't what? waste their time i absolutely get that because um i was doing some some sums the other day working out how much it actually costs any shop to get a bride through the door whether or not she buys and i would say in today's in in the industry today it probably costs anything between 150 and 200 pounds for any bridal shop wow to get a bride through the door and so if you've only got the ability to have one appointment one, at, a, at a time and that bride doesn't turn up yeah that that that's somebody's you know, livelihood that's yeah. being affected. So it, it is really important that if you book an appointment, you like the shop and you're going to turn up. Yes. Um, if they charge for the appointment, that you understand why. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we're in a really fortunate position that we don't need to charge for appointments because we have a waiting list. Mm -hmm. So we can fill ours really quickly. But not all shops are um, in that same fortunate position you know like you say they've only got one changing room and it's one lady on her own making a living um and it's important that that brides understand turn up that or, yeah or cancel or, or at least understand yeah how important it is to to the shop and i should say as well that most of those that do charge a deposit um will actually refund that if you buy a dress yeah yeah so it will it, yeah, it, yeah it's a it, it's it, not going to be a lot of money either I've, i no. think i've seen anywhere between 10 and 25 pounds yeah i mean there are some shops out there that are charging for um vip appointments we don't do that because we just think you're all a vip mm -hmm. you know we, that that's that's just my personal opinion but um, I do understand the reason why some shops are having to charge for appointments because um, because of no shows. Yeah, and I think so I, I think that. that's so. What we need to do then is make sure that we number one have looked at that shop's website, do your social media, do your research, like what they stock, yeah. like like the uh, have checked that it's all in our price range, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, are happy forming a long term relationship, relationship with exactly. these people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in, you have an enjoyable experience, and that's yeah, the main thing, you know, really. It, and and for for me, the experience is everything. I mean, going back to the many years ago, decades <laughs> ago, that I got married, um, I went twice. I was only allowed to take my mom. Um, Do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? I think it was a bad thing. Really? Yeah. 
you know, um, I'm not saying that I would have, but I would have liked to involve my mother-in-law. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed. Okay. Um, I think there can be a, you know, obviously there's limits. We had a bride the other day who got 17 guests and we were like, okay, that's fine, come on in. <laughs> but you're going to have to sit on the floor if you yeah. have you, you know. Um, so there's got to be, it's got to be sensible. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's it's important to, to be able to bring the people that are important to you to your appointment. But when I got, when I bought my dress, um, so I went twice, I was not allowed to take anybody but my mum and I forgot or she forgot to give me my petticoat, my hoop. Okay. Because I had a princess dress because <laughs> I am a princess. Um, and I had to go back and she opened the door probably about four inches, squashed it through and just shoved it at me, shut the door. I was like, oh, okay. That's the end of my bridal experience yeah. then. So, I mean, obviously things have moved on a lot since yeah. then, but um, yeah, it's really important that you do your homework and you like where you go in and you um, know that you're gonna feel comfortable with those girls in that shop for all of that time. and. You know, they become friends. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because you're definitely. putting a lot of trust in them. Yeah, you are. Ultimately, you, yeah. are, you are kind of, especially if you're a control freak like me, to be able to go, there you go. <laughs> you're looking after my wedding dress. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, that, that's it, isn't it? It's a big thing. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It, as we said earlier, it's probably the most expensive outfit the majority of us are going to buy. Ever. Yeah. Ever. So you um, need to feel like you can trust the people yeah, that are running that boutique. You know, I mean, here's another thing, you know, this word bridezilla. <laughs> oh, I hate that word. I hate that word. <laughs> Who invented that word? So this is what so many people don't understand. Well, is she a bridezilla? No. She's a woman who's stressed because she spent more money on a dress than she is ever going to spend fundamentally in her life. She's organising the biggest party for the most precious people in her world. She is the centre of attention. She's allowed to be stressed. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. You know, stop, stop labelling her. I'm not, I don't even want to say the word, but please don't <laughs> label, please don't label her. She's just a woman who's stressed and she, you know, and we're like, come in, sit down, what's going on? Let's talk about it. And usually you can solve the problem that way. You can solve the way. problem that way, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm a firm believer in uh, just supporting other women and yeah. um, enjoying your appointment, making sure that you've chosen the shop carefully, that you know it's the right shop for you. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. If you have a gut feeling, just don't do it. Go away and sleep on it. Mm. Is my firm advice. Um, that is really, really yeah, good advice. So really there's loads, loads, isn't there? <laughs> Absolutely. But I think we will wrap it up there. Yeah, but thank you so much for coming. Do you know what? It's been lovely, lovely to talk to you. And yeah, I know. <laughs> It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to go. I'm waiting for my dress to um, to arrive. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I ordered it August. Okay. So I imagine oh, it's probably going to be Feb. 
February yeah, time. Yeah, I can actually look it up. Well, mm. well, we'll do that after. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Give you an ETA, an insider ETA. <laughs> insider ETA. This is the benefit of working in the industry, everyone. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming oh, it's in. it's been lovely. And it's been really lovely. Yeah, we're going to put links to TDR's listing on Guide to Brides um, and their social media in the show notes. Um, and of course, follow us at Guide to Brides on our social media as well. You'll probably see them pop up every now and again when we share some of their fantastic reels. Um, but yeah, it's been fantastic <laughs> oh, to have it's you It's been in. lovely. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed Thanks it. Thanks for coming in. And Absolute we'll see pleasure. you all next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Guide to Brides, the wedding podcast. Head over to guidesforbrides.co.uk to continue your wedding planning. And don't forget to like, follow and subscribe on our social media channels at Guides for Brides. <laughs>